Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David and thank you, thank you, thank you so much guys for for uh listening to the show, for tuning in every week, mm-hmm. taking time out of your schedule to you know, listen to me. <laughs> so uh yeah, I am I'm just super excited every day that I get to do this and have fun and sit in my car and just talk to you guys. So, you know, one thing I've been seeing a lot, a lot on social media, um, you know, in the channels, the people that I follow and connected with and all of that is a lot of people, you know, they're talking about, you know, going out there and doing something, you know, making forward progress, you know, keep moving forward, you know, asking questions like, why don't we achieve our goals, and, uh, you know, a lot of people had a lot of really good points, and one of the points that comes up a lot is a lot of people just don't achieve their goals because they don't start, and uh, so why don't, why don't we start, why don't we do these things that we know we want to do that make us happy, you know, and, uh, well, I mean, I think one of the biggest reasons is because we're just overanalyzing just go up there and just climb up the ladder to the diving board and jump off and I'm actually using this as an example uh, because it was one of the examples that was given by somebody that I know uh, through social media and you know, he talked about how you know the diving board he jumped off of wasn't really that high it was only about 12 feet but he, he climbed the ladder got up there and just froze stopped and started thinking about it like and he stopped he said he didn't actually jump in basically his son that was going up the ladder behind him pushed him <laughs> and so he was going into the water whether he wanted to or not at that point um so yeah and uh you know you talk about that is you know you just got to go out there and don't think about it you just get up there and just do it i mean like me for instance i am i, I would say am I mean, it still bothers me uh, in a way, but, you know, growing up, I was terrified of heights. And the way I overcome being terrified of heights, being ter- terrified of heights, there we go, we'll say it in the English language, um, was that, you know, I would go and climb up into places that were pretty high and just sit there and look down. Yeah, I know they say don't look down, you know, that's, that's the worst thing you can do. But I had to I had to stare off into the void. You know, I had to. Um and the void will come up later, but it's a different kind of void. <laughs> but I had to I had to do it. You know, I just had to take that leap and say, Okay, I'm gonna climb up in this tree, um, you know, I mean I I mean like even a little heights, you know, because we had to uh retar um, our roof for one of our garages one time, and just the fact, I mean, we're talking like 10, 12 feet off the ground, and I'm like freaking out, so I would just get up there and just stay up on top of the roof, and, and you know, work, and even after the roof was done, you know, uh, there was a couple times where I took a couple chairs up there, and, uh, you know, and uh, just took my Game Boy and just set up on the roof, you know, just to get used to 
fucking high-rise buildings now. And, you know, sometimes I'm working on the 30th, 40th floor. And I'll just go, you know, like, I'll get there in the morning, you know, because I usually get to work before everyone else does. It's rare for me to actually see another person that's not part of the cleaning staff uh, at work (laughs) when I get there in the morning. So, um, you know, I uh, would do that, and, you know, it was, uh, was, you know, I'd just go out there and just watch the sunrise, you know, and it was really fun, you know, and now I'm to the point where I'm still scared of heights to a certain extent, but I don't think about it. I just go out there and do it, you know. So I build up that tolerance, and the same is true in, in doing anything. I mean, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'd really love to learn to play the guitar, you know, being a musician. Um, I would hear that all the time from people, you know, they'd be like, oh, where'd you learn to play? How'd you learn to play like that? I'd love to learn to play. And, you know, just just go out there and get a guitar. I'm not talking about going to buy a three or $4,000 guitar. Go out there and be what I... Well, aside from the fact that my parents didn't really afford a lot, they they were terrified that I would just not be interested or, or not stick with it, even though I was the more reliable child of the two of us. But because my sister, they had sunk so much money into my sister with uh, dance lessons and jazz and tap and gymnastics and all these other different pursuits that she just every couple of months changed her mind on, um, you know, I guess they just didn't really want to spend a lot of money for that. And, you know, it's got me music lessons and stuff like that, which they got me probably, uh, you know, by sheer luck, probably got me one of the best music teachers, in my opinion, probably one of the best music teachers I've ever had the privilege of knowing and probably one of the best ones on earth uh, because he didn't teach in a traditional method. Um, He actually knew about that was extremely smart guy probably had an IQ that was off the charts, um, and he knew how teaching worked, and how teaching didn't work, and actually rebuilt his, you know, built his methods of teaching around what did work, and then created new ideas on it, too, so he was just, he was an innovator, you know, just brilliant, brilliant person, everybody can want to learn music, any instrument, you can teach any instrument, um, you know, I would them to so he got quite a bit of money <laughs> from referrals from me, that's for sure, because I know several people who took lessons from him, uh, because they contacted me later, and were like, thank you so much for referring me, thank you so much for sending me his way, you know, so, but anyway, you know, so the, the simple trick to it is going out there and doing it before you have time to think it through, you know, I heard um, the way I got into music. I heard um, my parents were huge in the music in the 60s, 70s, you know, in um, the 50s. Um, we listened to stuff like that all the time. And, you know, one of my favorite bands was Green Clearwater Revival. And one of my favorite songs was Put a Candle in the Window. It's just one of those mellow, chill out songs. And there was a saxophone solo in it, which more music needs to have saxophone solos. I think the saxophone 
and roll instrument of choice for that type of stuff before the electric guitar really became prolific. So before guys like Johnny Cash and Elvis and those types of people, um, you know, it was it was one of those rock instruments. So anyway, not to get too far off subject, I heard that saxophone um, introduction and went on to play saxophone. My parents got me one. I toyed around with it for years because I got a traditional music uh, teacher. You know, my dad got it from my uncle for like super cheap because back then he couldn't get a saxophone for less than like 200 bucks. Um, but eventually they, we found uh, Mr. Ellis, who was the teacher I was just talking about, and said, Great. He taught me how to play. Uh, within six weeks, I was already playing in a band.
they might have been cautious about it, but they still went out and put a hand and didn't too much Okay, he wants to learn to play guitar. Yeah, let's go look to see what the prices are. Let's go look to see if we can pick one out. We've got one for his birthday. Well, it turns out that we can You know, Christmas specials. You know, where's your guitar? Christmas is the only one of those times when they have those common packs out. Or in it. I didn't fail 
and making money well in a thousand different ways. I just learned to put a thousand ways not to make life So, something like that, I'm paraphrasing that. Well, I'm going to have to get better and get some of this. So, I've got an unimportant part of my car's uh, you know, readout where it's got time and how many miles I've got since my car runs on gas, how many miles I've driven, you know, right there in the center console. I could probably put a little notepad there. Or I can just kind of glance down when I check the speedometer or if I need to check the move or something. But it's so random the things I talk about. Um, so I don't know if that would actually work. <laughs> but I'll try something, guys. But that's basically what he said. He didn't learn. He didn't fail. He learned ways to not do it. And that's the most important thing. You know, he, he decided, okay, I'm going to invent the incandescent light bulb. And it works uh, because it wasn't necessarily the first light bulb. He didn't invent the light bulb. Uh, he just invented one that, you know, did, yeah, that worked better. Yeah, because people were already trying to invent the light bulb. They were already working towards it. He was just one of those people. But, um, you know, and he's the one that's So, that's the thing. That's what's really important is to just go out there and do it and to, to try and a lot of stuff that you do doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. I mean, when I started my business and my blog and all of this and my podcast, I had spent zero dollars. And I'm still on the very low end. I mean, here we are. It's been, you know, we're going into six months since I started all of this stuff. And the only actual expense I have is on the domains and um, and my main company website, creativecalvert.com, where I actually bought the premium features to take off all the ad, the ad banners from Wix and uh, you know, stuff like that to give me the, the, you know, where the domain was fully integrated, where, you know, you don't see the Wix website pop up anywhere, or the web address pop up anywhere, things like that. So, and the SEO options, things of that nature. So, it's really cool, you know, to have all that, and, you know, like I said, I've only spent a very little bit of amount of money. Eventually, I'm hoping to buy uh, a microphone for recording. Um, I've just got to figure out which type's going to work best for the car, you know, because obviously I can't get one of those big, like, ones that you see on people's desks, uh, you know, that do the video podcast, where you see big, huge, really awesome mics, though I do want to get one of those. Um, I don't yet know what I'd use it for, maybe for doing uh, doing interviews if I decide to go into video podcasting, but I, I've already got a list of some really good ones that I know from friends that I know online who have them that sound fantastic. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff, um, you know, but I'm just focusing on what I actually need at this point. Yeah, that's the other thing is to knock them off on to find a bunch of stuff that you don't need. You know, I'm still recording this with the free headphones I got with my iPhone, through my iPhone. You know, I don't need more than that. The, you know, yes, I would like more than that, but this does the job. And until it doesn't do the job, I'm not going to waste money on frivolous stuff because there's better things I could be doing, like helping other people advertise their podcasts. You know, through my other site, 
Podcast.com, you know, I've got, you know, a lot of different podcasts I'm starting to get ready to feature, you know, as they send me their information. Um, and then there's a bunch of new podcasts that I'm, that I'm you know, working with, like uh, Tariq just launched his uh, podcast on Anchor um, this last, last Saturday. Rite Aid and 
good luck. You know, that's it. You know, and it's a huge disservice to the men and women in our country who have given so much to protect our freedom, to to safeguard us from things that we don't even know are out there. You know, and what he's doing with this podcast by interviewing you know these servicemen and women and and talking to them is just great because that's one thing I've said on my podcast. You guys have heard me say this several times that it's like therapy. You know, it's it's you know therapeutic for me to just be able to talk and just speak out to the universe and just release these stories that are pent up inside and share these tales and, and talk to you guys about what I'm doing in my business and how I'm doing things and trying to help you guys see that it can be done. These dreams that you have, they're not some pipe dream that's off in the future in la-la land that you're never, ever going to achieve. They can be achieved if you just go out there and do it. That's the key, making that first step and saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, you know, that is... That's sometimes all the more it takes because once you have that forward momentum, once you have that forward momentum, you're good. Once you're moving, you know, Isaac Newton, body in motion tends to stay in motion. You know, it's one of the laws of physics. <laughs> you know, um, so you know, go out there and do something. You know, if there's something you want to do, learn an instrument. Go get one. Don't buy an expensive one. Because you, another thing that really stops a lot of people, and I've seen this before, is they buy a super expensive instrument, they don't play it, and they have this huge buyer's remorse. So it actually ends up causing a negative effect on them. You know, you know, psychologically. And then they just stare at it, and they feel more guilty and more guilty along the way. Go out there and buy an instrument. You want to learn to play ukulele? It's a fun instrument to play. It really is. They're even, you know, the you know you can get ones that are super super expensive, you know, like higher end, handmade, and all this. But there are like electric ones that you can buy for like 120 bucks. Um, I think both. Of, I've got two together. I think they're maybe 220 that I've paid. I've got. One really fancy custom one that my wife bought me for uh, for my birthday. That's like really cool because you can take it apart and put it, you know, for traveling. You can take it apart and actually, so you can pack it up uh, to put it in your suitcase. And it's handmade and everything. I think it was like 180 bucks. And I got one off of Amazon because um, I wanted a tenor and a baritone. And um, I bought another one off of Amazon for like $40, $50. And it sounds beautiful. So go out there and buy an instrument. Buy one. Even buy one used. If you can find one at a pawn shop. Don't spend a lot of money on it. And then just go play it. And that way, if for some reason you say, you know what, this isn't for me, you're not sitting there with that psychological problem of, oh, crap, you know, here I spent all this money. And no, I'm not even playing it. You know, or don't hold on to it, sell it, 
donate it to a kid who wants to play, you know. There, there's other outlets for it. You know, you're not physically, <laughs> you're not physically obligated to keep it either. You know, there's that. And I'm not trying to give you guys a way out just to give you guys a way out. I'm just trying to say, you know, I've seen this. I've seen the problems that it causes. I've seen what happens to people when they don't have these, when they don't do this, you know. So I've been there. I've seen people who sit there and they sit there and stare at their musical instrument and they feel guilty. So, or, you know, perhaps you want to start a blog or a podcast. Go out there and do it. You can start a podcast for free through Anchor. You can start a blog free through WordPress. And if you get to the point where you're into it, start investing some money into it. You know, put a little bit bit of cash into it. You know, so that you get those, you get those, um, you know, benefits. You know, the domain names or the extra storage or the extra bandwidth or whatever it is, you know, those extra features. Um, You know, so there is that. But all of these things... You know, you can start out very small and work your way up as you realize. You know, when I started, like I said, I had a $200 guitar, and that guitar came with the amp and the chord and the strings and the tuner and all of that for 200 bucks. And eventually, before you knew it, when I was playing at the peak of my playing, where I was playing open mic nights at, at um, on Thursdays, I was playing at, you know, with several different groups on Sundays and Saturdays and Wednesdays. I was basically playing four or five days a week. I had probably a good three or four thousand dollars in my collection of guitars. I had thirteen guitars, I had five or six amps, um, all kinds of different tuners, uh, depending on what type of equipment I was using. Um, you know, like the ones that just cl- that you don't actually plug in. I had pedal tuners, I had all this different stuff. But that was because as I progressed, I needed more equipment. You know, when you're playing four or five days a night, or I mean, four or five days a week, you know, you can't be hauling all this equipment around with you everywhere. So some of the places where I could leave my equipment, I left it. You know, I left some of my equipment there. So I'd have a guitar and an amp, and all I had to do was run and pick it up, tune it, play. You know? So, with that being said, you know, go out there. What is that thing that, that interests you, that, that fascinates you, that thing that you that you really want to do? Go out there and do it. You know, just just decide what it is. Go out there, find out about it, and just go do it. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys with, as always, Car Thoughts Out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? 
That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.